exploring the lives of ordinary Chinese people, sharing stories of impressive personalities. Life up close, presenting real China in real Chinese living. Life up close, where you can find out the latest about the ever-changing Chinese society. I'm your host Sam Duckett in Beijing. In this edition of Life Up Close, we'll first focus on the malnutrition problem in rural China and how the nation copes with it. Then we'll take a look at the convenience brought to Chinese drivers by robotic parking technology. And lastly, we'll tell you the story of a fervent diver and explorer from southern China's Hainan province. Every year, hundreds of thousands of children living in rural China. Die from malnutrition, and millions more live and suffer with it. The severity of the problem has made the government sit up and take notice, and it has been providing food subsidies to rural school children. But government efforts alone are not enough. Children who are poorly nourished and nurtured, or those who do not receive early stimulation, are likely to learn less in school and earn less as adults. Around eight percent of those children with developmental delays, or 16 million children, live in this country. Up to 40 percent of children in China's poorest areas have delays in at least one or more developmental domains, as UNICEF research findings shows. A laser-guided smart robot is being developed in China that not only parks a car in under two minutes, but can also squeeze the vehicle into even the smallest and most awkward of spaces with no need for a driver. The robot is just like a human being. It uses laser navigation, scanning a reflected signal to pinpoint its location. Unlike our eyes. It knows where it is by recognizing objects around it. The signal is then transmitted to a computer containing a map, which then shows the robot where to go. Hailed as one of the most peculiar geographical wonders of the world, a blue hole is a large sea cavern or depression which is open to the sea surface, holding an aura of enigma and awe. These mysterious caves are famous for their inner deep blue waters, which stand in stark contrast with the lighter-coloured shallows surrounding them. For most diving lovers, Caribbean and Mediterranean seas are the mecca to seek out these natural beauties. Yet, for Zhou Jianfei, an experienced Chinese diver, the South China Sea is where his heart belongs. When I first heard about a blue hole, I was so astonished. Everything about the blue hole sounds so mysterious. When I learned that there was a blue hole not far away from here, I wanted to plunge inside right away. I wish I had wings so I could fly there and explore it immediately. Stay tuned. Dazzling modern Chinese cities like Shanghai and Beijing may be the envy of many people living outside of China, but China can't just be defined by urban modernity. Its affluent urban lifestyle often shrouds the poverty, squalor, and malnourished children who are a prominent feature of many rural regions. Every year, hundreds of thousands of children die of malnutrition, and millions more live and suffer with it. The severity of the problem has certainly made the government sit up and take notice, 
and it has been providing food subsidies to rural school children. But government efforts alone are not enough, and this high-stakes battle against malnutrition is critical for the future of millions of children and the nation at large. Pickles and cold steam buns are what a five-year-old Mai Xiaoying takes to school for lunch. I just want something hot to eat, she said. If she took the long walk home each noon, she could probably eat hot steam buns. But meat and fresh vegetables are luxuries out of her reach. The little girl was born and lives in Tongxing County, Ningxiahui Autonomous Region, in northwest China. The region is economically underdeveloped. Mai Xiaoying, who comes from a local village, is visibly underdeveloped compared to her urban peers. This little girl's case is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the hunger issue that daily faces millions of Chinese children under the age of five in China's rural and impoverished regions. Forty million youngsters across 680 counties are feeling the pangs of hunger every day, and this isn't just a grumble in the stomach. It's actually leading to stunted growth in these areas. According to a 2010 survey, 20.3 percent of under fives in China's poor areas are under the average height for their age. Of these, eight percent were considered underweight, and this is eight times more than the number of underweight children in the urban areas. Alongside underweight, 13.3 percent of children were recorded as having anemia. Dr. Robert Skirpier from UNICEF, the United Nations Children's Fund, says the malnutrition problem has also led to loss of life. In China, in spite of the enormous progress made in the past 15 years, nearly 190,000 children die before they reach their fifth birthday every year. Statistics from China's National Health and Family Planning Commission in 2012 showed that 13% of the children who died before they reached five years old died because they didn't have enough to eat. And for the children who do survive a malnourished childhood, the future is not great. Based on the findings of a UNICEF research project, Dr. Skirpier explains the negative impact of children's malnutrition. Children who are poorly nourished and nurtured, or those who do not receive early stimulation, are likely to learn less in school and earn less as adults. Around eight percent of those children with developmental delays, or 16 million children, live in this country. Up to 40 percent of children in China's poorest areas have delays in at least one or more developmental domains, as UNICEF research findings shows. The Chinese government seems to have realized the severity of the problem. In 2011, public subsidized lunches began to feed rural school children and teenagers aged between six and 15. Every year since then, 16 billion yuan or 2.6 billion U.S. dollars have been allocated to provide lunches for 23 million school children in the countryside. Twelve-year-old Deng Yanun comes from the mountainous Gaoxian County in central China's Henan Province. He is among the 70,000 students in the country to have benefited from the government's nutrition program. Before that, he ate just one meal a day and often felt hungry. He hopes his younger brothers will also be helped by the nutrition program, and then he won't need to secretly stash the milk his school distributes every day to take home and share with his siblings. Since 2012, the government has also provided free daily nutritional supplements to hundreds of thousands of rural infants aged between six months and two years old. 
The supplements, a concoction of soybeans, iron, zinc, calcium, and vitamins, provide vital nutrients for growing youngsters. But children aged between two and six are not covered by any government programs. This gap has been spotted and is being filled by some non-government charities. In 2015, the China Children and Teenagers Fund and the Beijing-based Amway Charity Foundation launched a project called the Power of Five to help fight malnutrition among this group of children in rural China. Paula Peng, Secretary General of the Amway Charity Foundation, says one aspect of the project is to provide direct nutrition products called Duo Yi Dian to the children. Duo Yi Dian, or Nutrilite Little Bits, contains a total of 17 vitamins. This multivitamin supplement would supply a young child's minimum nutrition intake. In poverty-stricken areas in China, children are hindered from the access to a nutritional lunch with fresh ingredients. To date, this is the best solution that suits China's national condition. This year, the charity plans to introduce Nutrilite Little Bits to more than 15,000 children in 700 schools across China, free of charge. Liu Mai is the Secretary General of the China Development Research Foundation, an organization which helps the campaign distribute this new food supplement. Duo Yi Dian has been launched into general availability in four counties, including Songtao County in Guizhou Province. Samples would be collected here in the county to inform us of its impact on children's growth and prevention of anemia. In the latter half of this year, Duo Yi Dian will become widely available to all village kindergartens in China. Meanwhile, the Power of Five campaign will work with the Chinese Nutrition Society to monitor the children's progress and growth. Observers say this kind of charity work is bound to contribute to the overall government efforts to alleviate poverty and malnutrition in the rural regions. Chinese authorities have already set a target of reducing the proportion of stunted under fives in rural areas to 10% by the year 2020. Before meeting that target, some critics say there needs to be improved program supervision of local officials to guarantee that central government subsidies are spent properly, and authorities at all levels should adopt an open mind and facilitate the operation of NGOs, which can play an important part in this endeavor. Now let's take a short break, and then we'll take a look at the robotic parking technology developed by a Shenzhen-based company. Stay tuned. If you have any interesting stories about China to share with us and can speak good English. Why not join us in our worldwide broadcast? Don't hesitate to phone us or send us an email at life at cri dot com dot cn.
You're listening to Life Up Close. A laser-guided smart robot is being developed in China that not only parks a car in under two minutes, but can also squeeze the vehicle into even the smallest and most awkward of spaces with no need for a driver. Our reporter Huang Shan has more. The nightmare of finding a parking space and then parking your car may soon be a thing of the past, thanks to an automated guided vehicle that is soon to hit the market. Created by Shenzhen-based iPhone technology, the laser-guided machine can park a car in under two minutes and slip it into even the tightest of spaces. Nicknamed the Geta, short for Geta Car, the invention aims to cut down the time it takes to hunt for spaces in increasingly overcrowded cities. The brainchild of iPhone's 33-year-old CEO Marco Wu, Geta doesn't need tracks or a navigator and has 360 degrees mobility. The parking robot is designed to increase the amount of parking space, becoming a rare thing thanks to land restrictions in China and all over the world. Our company is focusing on three-dimensional parking, which requires minimal space. The robot can go everywhere without tracks. It's free and versatile, and will reform parking in the future. Geta transports a vehicle by picking it up from the underneath and positioning it so that it will fit into a slot. Wu says the system can save 30 to 40 percent of available space. The robot is just like a human being. It uses laser navigation, scanning a reflected signal to pinpoint its location. Unlike our eyes. It knows where it is by recognizing objects around it. The signal is then transmitted to a computer containing a map, which then shows the robot where to go. The Chinese mainland is expected to have around 170 million cars by 2017, according to a report by Shenzhen-based consultancy company Forward Intelligence. The Ministry of Industry and Information Technology says China will have over 200 million cars by 2020, which is likely to make parking increasingly difficult. Wu is predicting high demand from China and around the world for the parking automaton. There are many companies interested in our products, such as commercial property companies in Singapore and London, public parking companies in the Middle East, and developers, governments, as well as public parking companies in China. The price for each robot is over one million RMB. In 2014, a London parking space sold for 530,000 US dollars, 2.5 times the cost of an average UK home, showing how big a problem finding a parking space is becoming. There are other parking robots around the world which takes vehicles to designated parking bays, such as the Dusseldorf Airport's ray service, while other systems use tracks to guide robots to the right parking space. But the maker of Geta believe they have the edge on technology, and their automaton could prove increasingly useful as parking comes at a premium in crowded cities. Thanks, Huang Shan. Now let's take a short break, and then we'll take you to the southern Hainan province to meet a staunch diver and explorer. Stay tuned.
have any interesting stories about China to share with us and can speak good English, why not join us in our worldwide broadcast? Don't hesitate to phone us or send us an email at life at cri.com.cn. You're listening to Life Up Close. Hailed as one of the most peculiar geographical wonders of the world, a blue hole is a large sea cavern or depression which is open to the sea surface. Holding an aura of enigma and awe, these mysterious caves are famous for their inner deep blue waters, which stand in stark contrast with the lighter coloured shallows surrounding them. For most diving lovers, Caribbean and Mediterranean seas are the mecca to seek out these natural beauties. Yet for Zhou Jianfei, an experienced Chinese diver, the South China Sea is where his heart belongs. So let's follow Yang Yong to learn his story. Located at the southeastern part of South China's Hainan province, the Boundary Island, or Fenjiezhou Dao in Chinese, is a tropical sun-kissed islet with sandy beaches and craggy cliffs. Every week, the diving coach Zhou Jianfei will take his trainees to this popular resort and go under its calm, clear water. Zhou enjoys the stunning scenery on a daily basis. While earning more than a thousand five hundred U.S. dollars per month with ease, in the eyes of many, there exists no more carefree job in the world. But for this veteran sea explorer, who has been diving around the island for almost ten years, he has already been fed up with a life like this. If you always dive around the same spot, you will know every reef and coral like the back of your hand. Maybe I have already seen too much. I'm craving for a new place or a special dive site to explore. For years, Zhou has been fascinated by a blue hole, a unique geographic phenomenon that was formed during the ice age. During that period, water was frozen while the sea level dropped. As fresh water met sea water, a corrosive reaction took place, which resulted in the forming of many karst cavities. As the climate warmed up and snow melted, the sea level went up, so saline water flew back to these cavities, transforming into the blue holes that we see today. Though the deepest blue hole that we know of is around 200 meters deep, in the eyes of many divers, including Zhou himself, those basins of azure blue seem to be bottomless, which is strangely inviting, yet terrifying at the same time. When I first heard about a blue hole, I was so astonished. Everything about the blue hole sounds so mysterious. When I learned that there was a blue hole not far away from here, I wanted to plunge inside right away. I wish I had wings so I could fly there and explore it immediately. The blue hole that Zhou mentioned is nestled within the Shisha Islands on the South China Sea. Just like ancient Italian sailors regarded blue holes as the habitats of sirens, local Chinese fishermen also mystify this cavern by naming it the Dragon Grotto. Few are willing to come, let alone diving inside. But Zhou Jianfei is not afraid to be the first who dips his toes into the unknown water. On May 26, 2013. 
After years of preparation and anticipation, Zhou's dream finally came true. Suited up with scuba gear, he dived into the dark abyss. In the beginning, I was a little bit nervous. It was a mixture of nervousness, excitement, longing, and curiosity, because you didn't know what will happen next if you dive deeper. After five minutes, he finally reached the edge of this circular-shaped cavity. Once here, the temperature had become freezing cold. When the bubbles from my scuba gear touched the wall of the cavity, some scraps fell down. There are sands, decayed algae, as well as some suspended matters. Throughout the time, they became sediments, which are hanging over the protruding rocks. No fish has been spotted. It seems that all trace of life has been wiped out. Suddenly, Zhou Jianfei found a transversal cavity. Carefully gripping the diving rope, he dived inside. Under a flashlight. Numerous small caves are unfolded right in front of him, like a limestone labyrinth hidden inside the dark sea that seems to be expanding to infinity. Even though I call it a cavity, it's more like a room chiseled on the wall of the cave. You could clearly spot some granite at the bottom of the cavity. There are also several stone pillars, which look like stalactites on land. Zhou says, for a moment, time seemed to stop, since he couldn't feel the tide and the current. Without the flashlight, he was shrouded in absolute darkness. Suddenly, he realized this is the reason why there is no sea life inside the blue hole. Coming back to his home in Sanya, Zhou is sharing every detail of his adventure with his students. He hopes that maybe years later. Those diver wannabes would be the first explorers of blue holes in China. In fact, I have had this dream for a really long time. I want to dive through all the nooks and crannies of our South China Sea. Of course, since the sea is so vast, it is extremely difficult to achieve my goal. It's an enterprise that requires the effects of several generations. I hope there will be someone else sharing the same dream with me. So sooner or later, we could explore the South China Sea thoroughly. Right now, the diving coach Zhou Jianfei is preparing for his next voyage. Facing students from around the country, he always shares with them his stories. He wants to tell them that there are so many natural wonders in the South China Sea. All it takes is a slice of exploration, courage, and curiosity. Everywhere you look today, China is in the news. But what about the lives behind the stories? How do ordinary Chinese live and work? Life up close answers the questions in your mind when you think of China. Over a billion people and as many stories from all over this vast land. Life up close, bringing you all you need to know about the real Chinese living here in China. With that, we come to the end of this edition of Life Up Close. Hope you have enjoyed it. For more, please log on to our website of newsplusradio.cn. For our program producer Yin Shouqi, this is Sound Ducket in Beijing. Bye for now.